Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Can your savings weather an economic storm? There are very few physical assets you can invest in that are proven to stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. And Birch Gold lets you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. That doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie back with you with John Russell. John became aware of his psychic abilities around the age of six years old, started giving psychic readings to his friends and family at about 15. And by the age of 18, he was reading professionally. He eventually became internationally known as more than 45 years of expertise as a professional psychic with a worldwide clientele, and as a paranormal investigator, has witnessed more than 800 supernatural manifestations. His latest book, he's working on another one. We'll tell you about that later. But the latest one is 20 Ways to Increase Your Psychic Abilities. Mr. Russell, welcome back. George, it's so great to be here. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How about yourself? You know, I'm doing good. <laughs> I've had some uh, health setbacks along, as we all seem to be having, but uh, still trucking on, doing good to finish this third book finally, and about halfway through the fourth one, so staying busy. And we'll talk about that fourth one at the end of the uh, program with you. 20 ways to increase your psychic abilities. How did you come up with 20 ways? Well, you know, I thought the book needs to be long enough to be meaningful, to have some serious content, uh, but short enough that uh, that it wasn't too boring and that I could cover a range of techniques that my clients have asked me about over the years. Uh, people have always asked me when I've done readings for my clients, they're like, how can I increase the psychic ability that I have to whatever degree that I can? And over the years, uh, during the readings, I would give them uh, some quick instructions, some quick bits and pieces of things that the other side had taught me over the years that I knew worked if you would put them into practice and really apply them. 
And I thought, you know, I need to take this and put it into form where, uh, you know, people can, everybody can have it, not just my clients, but everybody can have it. And also that the clients could have the full version of it because during the reading, you know, time's at a premium and you have to give them kind of the shorthand version of it. So with 20 ways to increase your psychic abilities, uh, there's techniques in there to learn psychometry, dream interpretation, scrying, begin to learn the tarot cards, and on and on and on. 20 different techniques altogether. John, tell us about the, this epiphany, basically, you had when you were on six years old. What happened? Oh, when I was six years old and, and uh, began to... Uh, developed my psychic abilities. What caused that was I was sound asleep one night in my bed and uh, woke up in the middle of the night just absolutely wide awake, no grogginess, no drowsiness, and I couldn't figure that out. I was like, well, what in the world is this? And uh, my parents had left a nightlight on down the hall so I could see to get up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, whatever. And so I raised up on my, my elbows in bed looking around just kind of like, well, why am I suddenly so wide awake? And as I looked out my open bedroom door, looked down the hallway, and the nightlights glow, I could see this elderly black gentleman peering around the hall doorway, staring at me in the bed. And I screamed bloody murder because we didn't have anyone like that living with us. My assumption as a six-year-old, almost six-year-old child, was that uh, an intruder had entered the home. Someone had broken in. And when I screamed, he walked around the doorway into the hallway. And he was every bit as solid as you or I. I can tell you the clothes he had on. And I knew he was elderly because he had close-cropped white hair and a white mustache. And uh, he began walking toward me, and I screamed bloody murder again. And as my parents began to come running, he began to vanish. Oh, jeez. And uh, after that, um, I, I couldn't uh, verbalize it or, or even think it through in a rational way, being about five and a half years old. But after that, for about a few weeks later, it began to dawn on me that he hadn't come to scare me to death. He had come to open up a portal to these paranormal manifestations that I had begun to experience. Who or what do you think he was? I think he was just one of my guides. I think he was a, kind of a gatekeeper, kind of a guide, maybe even a guardian angel that uh, was tasked with coming and awakening this gift in me, opening up this portal to these experiences and uh, allowing me to have this strong interaction with the other side. And eventually my psychic gift began to develop out of all of that. And uh, it, it's something that's been a great blessing to me and a great blessing to a number of people over the years. Did your parents think you were having a nightmare? They did. Uh, they, they thought that I had just seen something on TV that I carried to bed with me, and when I fell asleep, had a nightmare as a result or whatever, and I told them, no, there was someone in the house. There was someone physically in the house. And uh, after that experience, when the when the paranormal manifestations began to occur, they occurred on the physical realm, and my parents witnessed them as well. So they were like, okay, something happened here. Something's up. We all have paranormal and psychic abilities, don't we? We all do to a degree, and you can develop yours as far as you can go, and then there's a plateau for everyone. And uh, this is one of the reasons I write the book is like, okay, I'm going to take you by the hand. I'm going to lead you step by step, tell you exactly what to do, and I'm going to help you develop those abilities as far as you're capable. 
Is there a chronology, John, of these 20 where one is better than the other? Oh, absolutely not. They're all good. Uh, some are maybe a little easier to learn for some people than others. I, I start off uh, the book with chapter one is psychometry. And for me, that's always been the easiest technique to teach someone. I can usually sit down with someone and following uh, the, the guidelines that I write about in my book, using that exact same technique, I can sit and teach someone within a matter of five or ten minutes, to, usually to do psychometry successfully and get good results, accurate results. Five minutes, that's it? Yeah, yeah five or ten minutes. I had... Uh, one time with my wife, I had a uh, an object that I'd had for ages before we had gotten married. And uh, I explained to her basically the same thing as, as what I write in the book. And uh, I said, here, take this and do what I've told you, and I'm going to write down what you tell me, and then I'll give you the feedback. And so she did. She had never done psychometry in that way before. And uh, like I said, I explained it to her in about five or ten minutes, gave her the object, told her what to do. And she gave me the feedback on what she was receiving as far as feelings, imagery, thoughts, whatever. And she was about 85, 90% accurate in what she had received. So it's, it's an easy technique to learn. What makes one person better than the next psychically? Oh, gosh. You know, that's, that's like asking why is one pianist better than another? Why is one musician better than another? I think it has to do with an innate uh, level of ability, the gift that we're given. And, you know, some people are given the gift to run marathons. Some people are given the gift to uh, play classical music at a level that, that's world, uh, you know, worldwide famous and so on and so forth. And then others of us, we have our other niches. So I think it's just based upon what you're given. The, the, uh, some people just naturally have a greater ability than others. Buzz through some of these techniques, John. I'm sorry, say again? Buzz through some of these techniques you put in your book. Ah, it's great. We have psychometry. We have dream interpretation, one of my favorites. Uh, scrying, which is like crystal ball gazing, and there's a lot of other uh, variations of that that I include in the book. Uh, the basics of how to learn and read the tarot cards, how to conduct an old-school seance, uh, how to connect with your guardian angels, exorcisms, receiving guidance, amulets and talismans, including how to make your own or how to find your own, uh, an entire chapter on effective candle magic, how to attract the perfect mate. That's one of the big things that I've dealt with in my readings over the years, and I give the exact technique that I give to clients in my readings to help them uh, find the perfect mate, uh, how to make offerings to spirits, cloud busting, how to record electronic voice phenomenon, generating psychic energy, healing, Ouija boards. Oh, boy. <laughs> to, to use or stay away from? <laughs> to use. To use. Um, oh. Salt is a magical implement. Uh, how to receive signs when you need a sign about, man, I'm confused, I'm conflicted, which way do I go, what do I do? I'll tell you how to receive a sign that will tell you how to proceed. Uh, developing individual mediumship. And then the very last thing in the book is, is the preview of my new book. Excellent.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER In your savings, weather an economic storm. Think about what you've put away for the future. Inflation can render cash worthless. Real estate can crash like in 2008. Economies built on a mountain of debt can fall like a house of cards. And there are very few physical assets you can invest in that can stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. It's why people are flocking to it now and why birch gold is busier than ever. Through a little-known tax loophole... Birch Gold can let you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. And the best part, it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket to make that change. To learn more, text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Let me ask you this again. Can your IRA or 401k weather an economic storm? If not, call the people I trust, Birch Gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, if somebody manifests 10 of these, not the 20, but 10, what kind of abilities will they have? Uh, If they even manifest one of these things, it's going to increase their psychic abilities greatly. It's going to give them a tool and a technique. For example, if you get really proficient at psychometry, and then I show you further real-world applications of that and how to extend that tool, how to extend that technique, if you just mastered that, if you just worked on that till you got really proficient at it, your life is going to change in a positive way. But if you were to take two, three, four, even five 
of the things in this book. Uh, it's it's going to be life-changing in a very positive way. It really will. Uh, each one of these chapters, each one of these techniques, I, I demystify it. Uh, that was my real purpose in writing this book, was to say, okay, look, these things exist. They are real. They're practical. They work. But people have surrounded them with so much gobbledygook over the years that it makes it difficult or hard for most people to want to learn or practice. You know, you got to cut a branch from a willow tree on the third full moon of the year at midnight while you wear purple and blah, blah, blah. And it's like none of that gobbledygook is in the book. You don't have to have special implements. You don't have to buy expensive things. You don't have to wait for a certain time of the month or year or day or anything else. It's just cut and dried and simple techniques, and you don't have to have any special ability to do these things. These are things that you can learn without, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm, I'm just not psychic or I'm just not gifted. Well, you are, but you've never been taught the correct way to develop it. And usually people run into the roadblock blocks of uh, complexities and complications when they're trying to learn something. And that's why I made all of these chapters simple, easy, and then, like anything else, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. You have to practice. Why did you bring the Ouija board into this thing, John? I, you know, so much surrounds the Ouija board that there's so much myth and there's so, so much false information and misinformation about the Ouija board. You know, it becomes the big bugaboo. And yet people that are would never touch a Ouija board have no hesitation at all about picking up a tarot card deck or using a pendulum or dowsing rods, or gazing into a crystal ball, or using pyramids, or whatever else. Well, that, no, that's what you just said is absolutely true, and I'm probably yeah. one of the examples for that. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it's it's the same energy that we're utilizing, whether we're using a crystal ball, or a pendulum, or dowsing rods, or the Ouija board. It's all the same energy. It's all the same manifestation. We're doing the same thing. And in this chapter on the Ouija board, I was I was really delighted to write this chapter. And in this chapter, I explained to people, look, uh, the idea of the talking board or something very similar has been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And um, I explained to people a little bit about the, uh, you know, the, the myths behind it, the, the misinformation behind it, and then how to successfully and safely use it. You know, you're not going to open up a portal to hell with a Ouija board any more than you are with a deck of tarot cards or a pendulum or a crystal ball or anything else. It's all the same tool and technique, all the same energy. Is it the operator of the board that creates the issue? I think that it is because people get a mindset going into it that it's dangerous or that something dangerous is going to happen or that they're going to manifest something uh, evil. And these are the kind of people that believe that what they see in horror movies is real and that <laughs> it disturbs their psyche and they kind of carry that around with them. And, and in my book, I explain not only with the Ouija board, but with every other technique, if something makes you uncomfortable, don't do it. You know, you're in control of your life. You're in charge of your life. And if you uh, like everything in here, including Ouija boards, but the tarot cards scare you, just skip the chapter on tarot cards. You know, it's that simple. Now, you mentioned dream and dream interpretations. How does that figure into the equation? You know, dreams, uh, everybody, one of my uh, uh, followers told me they just couldn't wait for the book, for that chapter alone, to, to figure out how to accurately interpret dreams. 
Um, everybody dreams. And uh, according to researchers, even people that say that they don't dream, they do. They just don't remember them. And our dreams can contain a wealth of information. And I wanted to include several things about dreaming and about guiding dreaming and about dream interpretation and developing lucid dreaming, if you so desire. There's instructions uh, as to how to go about all of that. And one of the things that stuck with me over the years and made me want to do this chapter on dream interpretation and on receiving guidance in our dreams is uh, I knew a fellow one time, a friend of mine, that worked for the NSA, the National Security Agency, and he was a code breaker in the NSA. And he told me, he said, Johnny, said, I had this experience. We had this code that we absolutely couldn't break. We were throwing everything that we had at it and just couldn't do anything, couldn't break it, couldn't make any sense out of it. And he said, I worked on this thing till I was so frazzled I couldn't see straight. He said, I went home one night, and I was so tired, I didn't take off my suit or tie, didn't even loosen my tie, didn't even take off my shoes. I just fell over backward in my bed, fully clothed, and just instantly fell asleep out of exhaustion. And he said, I had a lucid dream. And in this dream, there was like a ticker tape, like you see on Wall Street. And he said, here come the characters in that code on this ticker tape. And he thought, he thought to himself in the dream, he said, my God, this thing's invading my dreams. I can't even escape it. I can't even get any rest or any peace. It's going to drive me insane. And he said, then the second ticker tape appeared right below it. And in the second ticker tape were the letters in clear, in English, the translation, in other words, of what the code actually said. And he said, I woke up and grabbed a pencil and paper and wrote everything down and rushed back into the office, and sure enough, that broke the code. So we can receive valuable guidance and information in our dreams, and I teach you how to do that, and I teach you how to interpret your dreams. Using some of these techniques, when can you expect to see results? How long? Uh, very, very quickly. Like with psychometry, like I say, you can sit down and learn to do that in five, ten minutes' time. Uh, dream interpretation, if you begin to work with that on a nightly basis, you should see results within a week that begin to make sense to you. Uh, all of these things are pretty simple and easy to learn, and you can see results pretty quickly. Go into it with an open mind. Go into it with respect. Go into it with a light heart and say, you know, this is something other people can do this. I can do this. I can learn this. And like I say, I've stripped it down to the basics. There's no rigmarole. There's no gobbledygook. You don't have to have expensive special devices or anything. Uh, just a willingness to try it and a willingness to learn. And like, for example, the chapter of psychometry, I tell you how to set the stage for that, as I do for most of these things, uh, what kind of an atmosphere you need to create and what kind of a person you need to practice with if it's a, a two-person thing like psychometry and so on and so forth. So it, it becomes a, a thing where you can get results very, very quickly, which is very satisfying. And then, like anything else, the more you practice it, the more you you know delve into it, the better you're going to get. Are any of these techniques dangerous, John, in the wrong hands? Um, no, because I think that the other side, and I've told my clients this over the years many, many times, I think the other side puts kind of firewalls, if you will, or fail-safes in place uh, that keep us from going off the rails and, and deliberately trying to harm people or this, that, and the other. And then I've got tools and techniques in there, uh, like the amulets and talismans. There's other techniques I teach you that if you think there's something negative around you or if you think there's negativity being directed toward you, I tell you how to neutralize that, 
how to build a protective uh, environment around yourself, and how to use protective devices like amulets and talismans uh, to protect yourself. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.